Hello, this is Ernest Burley, your CIA, your cool insurance agent, back at you again with some more great information on insurance. I have over 30 years experience in the insurance industry, and I specialize in all different areas of insurance, I have clients all over the country in various states from the East Coast to the West Coast. <laughs> so the various uh, areas of insurance that I specialize in include auto insurance, life insurance, home, auto, condo, churches, business policies, long-term care, um, disability policies, business policies, it spans the whole uh, gamut of insurance, uh, insurance services, okay? Now, the purpose of this podcast is to enlighten you, to uh, educate you, and to empower you with objective, clear, and unbiased information so you can make the right decisions for you and your family. I like to make sure that you have all of the information so you can make good decisions, okay? If you can't be my client, that's fine. I want you to be an educated client somewhere else so you make sure that you're making the right decisions, okay? So that's it for my um, intro. I don't like long long intros, as you know. So we're gonna get right onto the podcast. And the, today's podcast is, is pretty extensive. It's very comprehensive. And I'm gonna just take my time with it, okay? I have to break it into two podcasts, actually, because this is just too much information. So the title of today's podcast is Succeed in Your Career. Now, I know everything's opening up now. Uh, because the pandemic is kind of subsiding a little bit, not totally over yet, but um, there's a lot of opening back up of the economy. A lot of people are out there trying to get jobs, and there are a lot of people trying to hire individuals to open back up their businesses. So this is a very good time for you to really listen in on this uh, particular podcast, Succeed in Your Career. And when I talk about different topics, like I said before, I speak from experience. I don't speak from what I read in the book or what I heard or someone told me. This is from experience. Now, I'm talking from both sides of the coin on this particular topic, succeed, succeeding in your career. So um, early in my career, I was in corporate America. I was a person interviewing to be an employee of a corporation, right? So I was interviewing, trying to get a job myself in corporate America. So I know that side of the coin. And now I'm a business owner. So I interview individuals to hire at my firm. So I'm on the other side of the coin now. So I know both sides of the coin being interviewed and being the interviewer. Now, uh, when, I, when I was an employee, I would actually teach courses on uh, interviewing skills, all right? So very important that you uh, have that skill set down, but this is gonna be much more compre comprehensive than that. I'm gonna talk more about the interview in podcast number two. This podcast, I'm gonna talk about a whole lot of other stuff. So succeed in your career. Now, um, each letter, this, I actually broke these two words into an acronym, succeed and career. So each one of these letters represents a major point that I'm going to address in the podcast today. And I, I highly recommend taking some good listening in because I, I know the information can help you, whether you're an employer or an employee, because I'm going to tackle it from both sides of the coin. And I'm looking to hire someone now. So I'm doing phone interviews right now. And here's another catch. I didn't even include this in the outline, but um, the phone interview is very important. I use that as a pre-screening pre tool. If a person doesn't pass the phone interview, and I don't even let them know I'm interviewing them really, but if they don't pass that, then I don't even consider them either any further. I just toss their resume because I listen at how this person is speaking over the phone, their mannerisms, their demeanor, uh, whether they're excited or not, whether they sound ambitious, 
their um, their examples that they give me. So I ask certain questions before I even invite anyone in for an official interview. So it's very important for you to to make sure that you knock out the phone interview because when someone is speaking to you over the phone, they're making a determination as to whether they want to proceed further with you. Very, very important. Okay, I didn't even include that, but that's a pre-screening tool. The phone interview is a pre-screening tool for employers. So make sure you knock that out. So succeed in your career. The S and succeed stands for signature. I say that's signature. And what I mean by that is it highlights your uniqueness and make what makes you different. Make, well, I'm sorry, what makes you different. And by your signature, I mean your resume, okay? So I'm using signature as resume <laughs> because that's how you stand out to individuals, right? It highlights your uniqueness, your unique skill set as to why you think you're the person for that job. So here's some, some things you should look at regarding your resume. No typos, okay? No typos, no grammatical errors. There are too many computer programs out there now for that type of stuff to happen, right? Spell check, grammar check. Check your resume. Make sure you don't have typos and grammatical errors all over the place because that's an indication of what type of work product that you may have later on. And if you have too much of that going on, too many typos and too many, too many grammatical errors, then maybe you, you, the person doesn't want to consider you for a particular position, especially if it's administrative, right? Um, but even if it's not administrative, if you can't get just that simple stuff step down, then you know maybe you're not the right person for that particular job. The appropriate length also. So, you know, some people don't want to see a 50 page resume. I'm being facetious there, but have it tailored to the job uh, specifically. OK, so that making sure it's the appropriate length. Tailor your skills and your skill set to the position being applied for. So sometimes I'll get a resume and it's talking about medical transcription or something like that. Well, I'm not in that industry. So why are you sending me your resume? Tailor it, tweak it to the position that's being applied for. Make sure there's accurate information on it, your address, your phone number, your email address, make sure all of that stuff is accurate because you can't believe how many times I've called a phone number and it's the wrong number or the email address is incorrect. That resume is your lifeline. So you want to make sure the information on it is correct. Now that's from the employee standpoint of looking to get a job. Now from the employer or entrepreneur side, make sure that your signature, as far as I'm concerned, is your like things like your stationery. So your, your letterhead, your business cards, things of that nature, your signage, your memorabilia, make sure, make sure all of that stuff is, it, it, it exudes your best image. You wanna represent yourself to the best, right? So you want it to be clean, engaging, appealing, professional. So the S and succeed from an employer or entrepreneur or business owner is your signature is the information that, that represents you. Your, your, like I said, your, your letterhead, your business cards, your envelopes, things, memorabilia, things that people see that your name is on it. So that's your signature. And you want to make sure that that signature is something that's unique and that's going to be in your best image. Okay. The U in succeed stands for you, Y-O-U. <laughs> the U factor, that's of utmost importance, right? Because you want to take pride in yourself and conduct yourself in good fashion at all times. And by this, I mean, and, and I've gotten into some conversations about this. I had a radio talk show uh, a while ago, and my board operator kind of had a conversation with me off air about this, and then I brought it back on air. I'm going to talk about that in a few seconds. So um, what I mean by you is like voicemails, your email address, your social media pages. Now, that stuff is very important. So you want to have a tasteful voicemail, 
the music needs to be just generic music so you don't offend because you're trying to get a job right so you don't want music on there that's trying to impress your boys or your girls or your friends or whomever because they're not getting you a job right they're not giving you a job the person that's calling you is the person that's going to give you a job so you don't want some music that may be offensive to people on your voicemail okay don't do it dialect enunciation the way you speak on the phone on that voicemail okay use proper grammar on the voicemail regularly check your voicemail the, the voicemail should not be full if you're trying to get a job it should not be full you need to be answering it uh, uh checking it on a regular basis and emptying it out why is your voicemail full if you're trying to get a job okay keep your phone service on too your phone should not be disconnected that's your lifeline you, you need to make sure you pay that phone bill some kind of way because that's how people are getting trying to get in connect uh, connect connect with you monitor who answers your phone i've had this happen to where i'm calling to offer someone a job or to to phone, give them a phone interview and someone answers the phone and they're like who are you i'm like who are you i'm not calling for you so so don't let some girlfriend or boyfriend answer your phone or some family member or sometimes maybe not even your parents because you don't you don't know how that person is answering the phone so make sure you are the one that answers the phone so you y-o-u the you and succeed is you but i'm saying y-o-u also you want a current and tasteful email address so make sure that your email address isn't something ridiculous right something that's maybe offensive okay like i said before don't try to be impressive for your boys and your girls because they're not giving you a job you need to be impressive for the person you need to impress the people that are trying to give you a job okay so make sure you don't have offensive email addresses also you want to have tasteful social media so your instagram facebook twitter linkedin TikTok, all that stuff needs to be tasteful because now employers are looking at that before they consider em employing someone now this is the conversation i had off offline with my board operator when i had a radio talk show and she was saying that hey that's my personal life i should be able to do anything on my social media which i'm like okay that's cool that's fine i get it but employers have a personal decision too, to make too a business decision and they could decide not to hire you based on what you have on your social media page so do you want to be so um i don't know free spirit or whatever you want to call it and say well i may not get a job or get the job i want because I'm just going to do whatever I want on my social media page? Or do you want to be wise about it and say, well, I might need to clean that up. I mean, make, make sure someone looks at it. They're not going to be offended. It's not going to be too out there um, because people do look at that because they're looking at, okay, that may be how you're representing their company. And they can make a decision as to whether they want to hire you or not based on that. Yes, they can. Okay. Keep a positive and pleasant per personality and know your audience. Adjust accordingly. Okay. So, uh, don't go letting loose and <laughs> I will tell you in corporate America, sometimes they'll have drinks at an, an event. And sometimes that's just a test. You see how you can act in front of other people when you have some liquor in you. So I recommend don't don't drink, right? Because you, you don't know how you're going to act when that happens. So you don't want anything. You can be a year or two, five years into that position and you go out acting crazy and you can just blow flush all of that down the toilet by getting drunk and acting crazy or doing something inappropriate. So just main let other people do what they're going to do. Don't let that affect you. You do what you're supposed to do. Okay. Now, from an employer standpoint or a business owner standpoint or entrepreneur, your internet presence, what I mean by you, your internet presence. So social media, your website, nowadays your website validates who you are. So if you don't have a good website up, um, a lot of people aren't going to want to deal with you. 
right? Even though that shouldn't be the only indicator, but people are going to look you up and see if you have a valid website and see what type of information you have on your website. So ideally, you want to have a, a good website, okay? Your phone demeanor, same thing. You want to have the same, you want to hire people that are going to have the phone demeanor that you want to represent your company. So when you're doing the phone interview, that's part of it. I want, I listen to how this person speaks on the phone and I want to know, oh, how are they going to be speaking to my clients? How, how is that, how is that going to come across on the phone? Right. So make sure that um, the phone demeanor is something that you are considering when you're thinking about hiring somebody. The first C in, in uh, succeed stands for class. Always conduct yourself in a manner that gives respect commands respect and shines a positive light on you and others. So proper attire. So, so be a person of class, whether you're male or female, be a person of class. Uh, so here are a couple of points there. Proper attire, not too loose, not too tight, not too revealing and not sagging, just, just regular clothes, okay? So when you go to interview, you need to be appropriately dressed. You're trying to get a job. You don't need to be wearing tight stuff, revealing stuff, loose stuff, sagging stuff, just regular clothes. It's nothing. It's not out of the ordinary, right? It's not too much to ask. Your tie should be neat and clean. You don't have to be wearing designer stuff. Just just neat and clean could be right out of any discount store. It doesn't matter. Just neat and clean. That's all. OK, dress for the next level. So how is your how is this, the person interviewing you? How's that person dressed? You want to dress for that for that person's boss's job right you want to be upwardly mobile and be ambitious so you want to dress for the next level not at the level you're coming in at you want to dress for the next level okay and pe that stands out i mean i remember when i first started people you know they were like hey, this guy dresses really nice well yeah that that got noticed and i got promoted very quickly as a result of that as professionalism dressing well etc cetera, etc cetera. and i wasn't i was broke just right out of college i was having fancy clothes i just put it together and made sure it was always neat right so it makes a difference nails too make sure your nails are like they don't have to be all uh super manicured just just neat right um don't let your nails or anything else be a distraction right dirt under your nails or extremely long nails i'm just telling you why why have that as, as a distraction or obstacle for you to get a job to me it doesn't make sense walk and talk with confidence be clear and audible also be mindful of your acquaintances birds of a feather flock together so like say if you're around some people who are acting a certain way they may be your boys maybe your girls maybe your close friends but if they're acting inappropriately all the time you can get caught up in that net because if you're hanging around that type of situation then maybe that's what you're like also more than likely you are now you never know where you're going to see a person out and about right if a person sees you out and about that may just kibosh your job opportunity so let's 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 be be mindful just be mindful from the entrepreneur employer side be the best representation of yourself and groom your team to do the same. So when you hire people, you want to make sure that you, uh, you know, kind of train them up in the way that you want them to represent your company, which is professional and um, always courteous and things of that nature. The second C in uh, succeed stands for considerate. So always show consideration to others. This will take you a long way. Like some examples include, of course, politeness, kindness, going the extra mile, uh, looking at the positive, helping others, work with a sense of excellence, try to make your boss and the company look good. All these things get noticed. Whether you believe it or not, it gets noticed. 
And uh, it will put you on a faster track than someone else who is not doing these things. So that's the second C in succeed. The first E in succeed stands for ethics. Okay, ethics go beyond and above the call of duty. Work ethics and character, very important. A lot of, you know, that's a thing of the past with some people, which I just really don't understand. But, you know, that's that's why you have to uh, weed through. You got to kiss a lot of frogs to get that prince or princess, right? <laughs> because the, the work ethic is just not the same as it was 30 years ago, unfortunately, with a lot of people. So you stand out and let work your ethics be above and beyond, okay? Don't have a Homer Simpson complex where you do the bare minimum just to get by because employers notice that and we dislike it. We dislike it for sure. When you get the bare minimum to get by, uh, but you want the maximum return, you want the maximum paycheck though, right? But you want to do the bare minimum. Get out of here with that, okay? Do what's required in your job description plus some, okay? You, that gets noticed. And it gets you on a faster track to promotion. And if someone, if you're looking, like say for, I'll give you an example. Say if someone is, um, if they're downsizing and they're looking to, to say, hey, we have to downsize and you have to lose some employees to maintain our business or whatever. Guess who they're looking to get rid of first? The Homer Simpson complexes. That's who they're trying to get rid of first, right? So don't be that. You want to be the person they feel is, hey, that person is indispensable. We need to keep him. We need to keep her because she's a great representation. She's a great worker. He does an excellent job with the clients. You don't want someone who, oh yeah, that person's out as soon as the door, as soon as the clock hits five, they're out the door. They don't do anything extra. That's the first person you're going to cut. Okay. All right. Uh, here we go. The second E, oh no, from the employer standpoint, don't charge a fee, do some stuff for free. That's on the ethics side. I'm talking now, I was talking about the employees before. Now I'm talking about employers, business owners. Don't charge for everything. I mean, I have clients, I, a lot of times, they, I, I just do a lot of stuff for free. People ask me for advice, blah, 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 when I can definitely charge a consultation fee. Do some things for free. I mean, just, just don't charge a fee, do some things for free. Now you can't do everything for, fee, for free because then you won't stay in business, right? But I get that. But don't don't have your hand out for a fee all the time. Okay, try to help out when you can and, and give some um, some goodwill. The second E and succeed stands for excellence. Take pride in your work, uh, and people who work with excellence normally get ahead, and people who slack normally stay behind. So, you know, approach your job with a spirit of excellence and make sure that you're always. Doesn't matter what you're doing. I don't care if you're sweeping up a school or mopping some floors or flipping some French fries. Do it with a sense of excellence. Do everything you do with a sense of excellence, and that will get recognized. Even if it doesn't, uh, it's going to get recognized somewhere. Okay, so do whatever you're doing with a sense of excellence. Now, from the employer or business owners or entrepreneur standpoint, maintain a spirit of excellence in your office and display it and require it from your team. So you, you set a high bar. You know, make sure you set a high bar and make sure that your team is you know reaching for that high bar because you want. Um, you want your business to have a positive reputation. You want clients to say, whoa, man, that, op that office uh, operates very professionally and I respect that and, and get referrals as a result of that, right? It's just natural, it's organic. The D in succeed stands for dynamics. So understand office politics. That's what I mean by dynamics, right? Don't get caught up in any mess. Like I said before, birds of a feather flock together. So don't get involved in clicks and gossip. Guilt by association, like I said before, birds of a feather, right? Don't degrade your boss, coworkers, or the company. Don't get involved in people's business, right? So 
understand office dynamics because they can get you in trouble. Like so just just be aware of that and do what you're supposed to do. Now, from the employer standpoint or the entrepreneur standpoint, advise your team to work as a team, right? And focus on their individual actions and goals. Because sometimes you have to let people know, you know, because this happens, office dynamics. Sometimes there'll be one person that's doing something out of line and the other people don't really appreciate it. And you have to let them know, I, I see that, okay? You don't let that adversely affect what you're doing. Best believe that person is going to get dealt with, but don't let them drag you down because of what they're doing, because eventually they're going to either be terminated or disciplined or on probation or something's going to happen. Uh, some some companies, some employers do it sooner than others, but don't. Why would you go negative when you know that's adverse as opposed to staying positive to keep your job? <laughs> right. So don't let some other person's actions affect your path or derail your path to success. Right. So as an employer, let your team know that. And if something is going awry in the team, you need to address that with the team and let them know that you are going to address it or that you have addressed it. But let them know just because um, that person is still around um, and they're doing certain things they should not be doing. It doesn't mean that it's, it's not being addressed and to not let that affect them and think, oh, shoot, why, why should I be doing the right thing if, if that other person is not doing the right thing? So reinforce that with your team. That's what I mean by office dynamics. There's a whole lot going on with dynamics. That's just one aspect of it, okay? All right, so now we're to career. Now, the C in career stands for character. So succeed in your career. We went through succeed, right? The essence uh, succeed is signature, which was mainly focused on your resume. The U is the U, which involved a whole lot of stuff, voicemail and social media, and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the first C stood for class, always operate in class. The second C stood for consideration, right? Always be considerate. Um, the first E stood for ethics, always have good positive work ethic. The second E stood for excellence, work with the spirit of excellence. And the D stood for dynamics, understand office side dynamics. Now we're going to start with career, succeed in your career. Here's career. The C in career stands for character. Do what you have a natural talent for. Uh, do what you have a passion for, because people normally excel at things that they like to do. Regardless of the position, always operate with a sense of excellence. But it, it will be ideal if you just if you knew if you were very good at operate, you know, computer programming, then that's something you should be in. Right. If you have a natural talent or passion for something, ideally, you want to be in that arena because you would normally excel in something that you really like to do. Work ethic follows the person, not the position. So your character, your work ethic, your integrity, that follows the person. It has nothing to do with the position. It follows the person, the individual, right? So make sure you're a person of strong character. Now, from the employer side or business owner or entrepreneur side, you need to do the same thing. You need to be operating with um, character, honesty, integrity, maintain a good reputation. So as, an, as a business owner, you need to do the same thing. You need to have a, a high level of character and be known for that. The A in uh, career stands for alignment. So make sure you choose a career that lines up with current and future societal needs. Do your research because it's going to affect the rest of your life. So make sure you go into some, some particular type of career opportunity knowing, okay, it's a, there's a current need for it, and I can see the, the need for it going forward in the future also. Now, from an entrepreneur standpoint or, or a business owner, don't jump, don't jump off one moving train unless the other train is moving faster. 
So you don't quit your job to become an entrepreneur if, 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 if you can't see the light in that, right? You have to use wisdom. So, you know, stay on that job until you can jump on that other train that's moving faster or that you see the potential to move faster once you, you know, quit your other job, but you need to be able to maintain yourself. So it's very important to do some planning around that. Be, be wise about that, okay? You need to see clear potential in it. And how is the career aligned and integrated into society? Is there a need for it? Can you sustain yourself long-term? So, you know, consider all of that from an entrepreneur standpoint before you become a business owner. The R, uh, the first R in career stands for reason. What's the reason? What, you know, do it for the right reason uh, at, from an employee standpoint. So what are your triggers? Different people have different triggers. So some people's trigger is money. Flexibility is some, some other people's trigger. Autonomy. Some people like helping others. Some people like recognition, others like security and stability. Some people like creativity. Some people like the potential for the job, upward mobility, benefits. So what are your triggers? Consider that, what, what, what's the reason you want to jump into this career opportunity? Your reason, that's the first R in career. What is the reason? What are your triggers? And uh, you know, pay attention to that. From the entrepreneur side or the business owner side, all that glitters isn't gold, okay? So there's a lot more to being a business owner than meets the eye. You don't know until you know, okay? People who talk, 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 and have never been a business owner, that's all they're doing is talk, talk, talk. <laughs> so you don't know until you know. So really, you know, do it for the right reason. And before you jump out there as a business owner, then you want to make sure you've done your due diligence and uh, kind of get some understanding, hopefully speak to some other business owners and understand uh, some things that are going behind the scene, right? So it makes a big difference. You need to know the reason you're doing it and make sure that you understand uh, what comes with becoming a business owner. The first E in career stands for endurance. So endurance means you want to make sure that the career option will continue into the future. Survey all, any drawbacks. So look at the drawbacks too. Does it cross over into other sectors? Is it just one sector or does it cross over into other sectors of society? The more it crosses over into other sectors, the better it is, right? Because it's integrated to other sectors of society and that makes it that means it, it has more future potential okay what's the potential for growth in that industry or that position very important and from the employer standpoint or the entrepreneur or business owner standpoint these same points apply okay um what are the drawbacks if you're if you want to do this business <laughs> what are the drawbacks uh how integrated is is it into society does it cross over into other sectors so that's the same uh point you want to make for the entrepreneur the endurance of that career opportunity. The second E in career stands for education. What type of education do you need to climb into this career? Do you need degrees, any licenses, sort of certifications, et cetera? Always look to add credentials. Even if you don't need a bunch of credentials for the career, you want to add credentials, what I call alphabet soup. You want some alphabet, some, some letters behind your name because that makes you stand out from other people. It looks good in your current position and it looks good for going forward because if you have alphabet soup in your current position, then your current employer or company, they're going to be like, man, she's on top of it. She's She's got extra credentials in this field. And yeah, she's she's serious about it. Or man, he's doing some uh, extra research and getting th this uh, degree or what have you. It makes a difference. OK, when I first got hired in my corporate position, uh, my boss's boss was telling me, hey, you should get this. When he said that, I did it. I started that course. It was, it was a very difficult course, but I started. I got that designation. So 
alphabet soup is very important and it, it's good for you moving up within that company or moving up outside the company if you're in the just general job market right because you take those credentials with you so very important to do that okay the r the second r in career stands for remuneration and remuneration means nothing but compensation it means pay so i need to need to think of an r word for money for cash <laughs> will this career support your standard of living will you be able to maintain your family or contribute to your family be aware of starting salary raises bonuses etc now you want to do something you have a passion for that you like but always always consider compensation um you, you know you could love doing something and get paid you know ten dollars an hour can, can you survive doing that can you maintain a family doing that or contribute make you know be logical about that i remember i was giving a presentation somewhere um this organization had me speaking and this lady in the audience was kind of debating with me about that that she wanted her children to be more focused on their passions and i'm like well, they're gonna be living with you all their lives that they they like to be candy stripers or something they can't make money doing that's not a wise decision i understand that i mentioned that earlier do something that's your passion that you have a natural talent for i agree with that but you have to understand money plays a big factor in how you're going to maintain your standard of living so you need to come combine the two of those okay always consider compensation it's going to determine your standard of living and go in with both eyes wide open regarding starting income and growth potential along with your bills your responsibilities and retirement savings all that stuff kind of goes together okay if you don't want to talk about money <laughs> let me not even go down that road yeah you're going to want to talk about money eventually when you have to pay those bills okay so that's it how to succeed in your career and i kind of rushed through this i'm sorry but i didn't want to hold you too long part two i'll do part two uh tomorrow and drop that either tomorrow or next week but this was part one very important how to succeed in your career and the next one i'm going to drop um is going to talk about some substantial things that you need to do before you get that career right you know when you're interviewing and, and things of that nature okay so hey the recap be diligent be diligent about succeeding in your career address each one of these points and I, i'm pretty sure you will be successful if you address each one of these points and tackle it properly the takeaways takeaways diligence and character make a huge difference diligence and character make a huge difference okay succeed in your career these acronyms kind of focus around all of that right so let's make sure that we're we're being diligent about what we're doing and we're being people of character, high moral character when we're when we're working somewhere or being an entrepreneur and providing a service to someone. Okay. All right. Yeah, thank you for listening to me today. I appreciate it. Please spread this podcast to others and ask them to do the same and so on and so on and so on. So we can make these podcasts viral. Uh, and if you need me to come speak at your organization, I speak all the time. I'm more than happy to do that. Easy way to connect with me, my phone number 301-262-2600. Again, 301-262-2600. Or you can reach out to me on email at ernestburleyjr at gmail.com. That's ernestburleyjr junior at gmail.com. It's been a pleasure speaking with y'all again. I really appreciate these podcasts and I love speaking with you guys. I hope y'all are getting some good golden nuggets out of them. And until we speak again, this is your CIA, Ernest Burley Jr. signing off, your cool insurance agent. I look forward to speaking and dialoguing with you soon. Take care.